Welcome back to another Dandelion, the Witcher in the Wardrobe. Yes, welcome back. It's episode four, season two, Redanian Intelligence is the title of this episode. And it's got a it's got a few things going on. Uh, lots. Um, a few exciting people pop up in this one. Not Eskel, we, we... No, not after what happened to him. No, not Eskel, no. Rest in peace. Not that I'm be- bitter about it or anything, but... Rest in pieces of branches and uh, leaves. Oh, well, actually, he does pop up in this, then, if you talk about it like that. What do you mean? Because there's trees. There's a little bit of the uh, leshy comes in later on, if you think, if you remember when they are... Well, we'll get to it, but when they're looking at all the laboratory stuff with all the stalactites and things like that. Right. Yes. Well, the episode begins with Geralt is training Siri, sort of climbing mountains and stuff. Uh, he's saying things like on the trail, you got to, that's where you learn the good stuff. And I was listening along. And I was like, all the stuff he was saying, I was like, yes, I can do that. I can do that. But then he said, you must always listen. And I thought, no, I'd be listening to a podcast. <laughs> listen to this, you know, in specific. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or Spotify. Listen to, I'd missed that last bit though. Where did he say listen, just generally listen? Or was it a... Yeah, yeah. He's always listening, isn't he? He's like a cat. These ears moving around. Because there was a lot of running at the start. Mm-hmm. All running about. And I don't know if you spotted it, that basically that Siri was running along a beach and then it <laughs> looked like she was stepping on, like jumping from stone to stone, like in this big, really deep part. Of it. And it was just the shore of the sea. It was like literally a metre in. It wasn't, uh, I'm not, I'm no witcher. But I'm just saying. Yeah, but she was climbing a mountain at one point. So come on. Yeah, okay. Yes, okay. She was climbing a mountain without any sort of harness or rope. So no, she nearly fell, for God's sake. Mm. It's not very good from Geralt. You know, imagine she just dies like that. That's pathetic. And then, then, which luckily she doesn't, but then we run into Triss in the Mm -hmm. woods, who's also. Well, yes. Very suspicious, though isn't she, uh, Siri, of Triss when she arrives? Yeah, who's that? Oh, also, did you notice, uh, or it might just be my opinion, Triss's hair is very red. Yes, well, they've changed it. Yes. One of the things they altered. Nice. It's still, like, they've obviously gone, again, we've talked about this before in previous episodes, that they are clearly sort of going back towards the game and that uh, audience, and I think that's where the red... The red hairs come from. Come on. But you have to do it. Triss is still a, a character that's different to the one in the game for me. It's it's a different different feeling altogether. There's more of a there's more of a sensible and straightforwardness about this character in, in the actual TV series, but it's in the game, it's a bit more she seems a bit more flippant to me. She you mean she's a bit more exciting in the game as a character? Bit more personality. Is that what you mean? She's got a bit more personality. I mean, I'm being, Mm. we've got to give the TV series a bit of time, obviously, to let the character. But yeah, I think there was, there's a little bit more feisty sort of, you know, a bit more flippant things directed at Geralt. Whereas Triss in this, in this series is generally quite more, quite sensitive towards him. And maybe that's because of the past they've had together. Yeah, I imagine maybe if there's a season, uh, when there's a season three, um, yeah, like you say, a character can develop a bit more. But I love that your review is like 
of this episode. One star, not feisty enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. I, I noticed though, when, because Tris obviously is coming to Care Morehand because Vesemir has asked Tris to come and help support Siri as she uh, develops. And one thing I've thought about was in the big hall, apart from it looking like my potential Edinburgh venue and being, you know, sort of scattered audience, it just didn't sit right with me is that it's too clean and too nice. I mean, you've basically got witches who are essentially acting like they're on a stag do the entire time they're there and they yeah. don't do any cleaning. I've never seen them do any sort of cleaning. And there's, it's just far too tidy, the whole place. And also there's really mm. nice glows about it as well. And one thing I was thinking about this compared to other shows, like have you watched um, another Netflix show called The Last Kingdom? No. I think we can say it because it's on the same channel, basically. It was same made by the same... You can say anything, no. Yeah, say anything, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, so that's like a medieval, like there are, you know, the other shows that are very medieval, set in medieval mm-hmm. times, essentially. And you get the feeling of the grit and the dirt and everything in all the sort of scenes, whether it's in the innkeeps or whether it's, you know, in the battlefield or if it's in the streets. And sometimes with this, I feel like they could do that more in The Witcher because it is too clean almost like it's, it's do you think yeah i think it's too tidy you look at what everyone's wearing they look amazing which is great but mm. i think you could add a little bit more grit to it because it is essentially set in a magical medieval time well yeah it's magic so it could be anything so make it clean i i am this is where my argument falls down <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but i do i know what you're saying but i think there's enough scruffiness in the show like whenever they're outside like, well, some of the stuff, actually, we can get to it now because it's the next bit. These elves being arrested. Yes. the elves so That all looks horrible, doesn't it? All the like, it's all muddy and that all feels quite dirty. Yeah, um, that's quite a, well, yes, exactly. But that's purposely made so that they are, you know, because they're being dragged through as prisoners. So they've, they've done that. But I feel like that's probably what it, was like normally on it all that kind of mucky area and stuff you know oh, but no one wants to watch a show where it's all muddy everywhere all the time when there's battle scenes <laughs> in big medieval you know sort of shows you get that yeah. don't you? all that mud on the face i just feel listen like- i don't want to watch ozark if all the bedrooms are messy okay <laughs> and it's the same I'm just amazed at how well they you know look after and well groomed as well everyone's really nicely groomed and all really colorful clothes as well you know mm. if it, that was me like you know I'm, I'm wearing a green t-shirt right now but i guarantee you five minutes on that set i'd have a splash of mud on it i'd be really upset but that's you yeah but i do i think that's that's a choice in terms of the costume which i'll, I'll, I'll we'll get to that in a bit i mean but um the next thing that happens though is well i wanted to say like these elves being dragged through the streets and arrested and then there's that um that what, what would you call him? A soldier who um, makes that elf wee himself? Well, the elf wants to go to the loo yeah. and he says, yeah. yeah, go on, do it. But I wouldn't have been able to do that, I don't think. Oh, but- I'm fine. I can. I don't have that kind of... I don't get the um, nervousness. I can do it whenever. I was I do it right now. Really? That's no way I could. No way. I'd be way too nervous. <laughs> Um, I, but I was going to ask, right, actually, that moment, and there's another moment where an elf a bit later is beaten up really brutally. Well, actually, a couple of times. Um, even this scene of the, of, the, of the guy having to wee on himself, the elf, 
um, a very, very cruel scene. I don't think we've seen cruelty like that in this show. Right? I don't think we have that kind of thing. No, not against... No, I don't think so. Because you've seen, obviously, people that are bad or whatever, or someone's in a battle and they fight or whatever, but someone who's chained up being treated like this, it felt particularly nasty. Like, And, and interestingly, because... I think was it maybe last episode or before we've talked about how the elves are quite like it's like come on get over it they're always moody aren't they but now it's like oh, okay fair enough yeah so like they're doing a really good job of showing that the elves are persecuted so we they that needed to come across so mm. that's, that's definitely shown by that and them being all chained and led up and then this whole episode actually has that overarching it's almost it's a really good point actually because we talked a few episodes ago about how like you said we were you know this story with the elves but actually if this came first that yeah. might have made us feel more empathetic towards mm-hmm. what was going on back then in those previous episodes too yeah yeah that was the first time this show's made me feel kind of sad do you know what i mean like like i mean i know that's i don't mean that's not a criticism that was the purpose of it but there's nothing in it that's made me feel like oh that's you know that's yeah, kind of horrible the way the elves are treated so i was thinking when at the start of the episode do you, ever, do you ever watch this show and then you think to yourself, is this, if this was a cut scene in the game, <laughs> would I skip it? <laughs> That's like, you know, would ah. you, because some of the chats during, like, you know, when Triss is at Kermohan, th- there's no real urgency or purpose to some of the, the chatter that's going on. Yes. Okay. I got a little bit bored. Yeah. I kind of, my mind wandered when yes. they were chatting in Kermohan. Yeah. Really and that's when I started looking at the table and the surrounding of Care More and thinking, this is all too tidy. Uh, <laughs> but the really good point about this is that we were actually, this episode, really focused on the elves. Because mm. as we said a couple of episodes ago, we weren't. We were like, why is this story about the elves keep popping up? We want to hear more about what's going on with Yen or Geralt. But actually, this was the focus mm-hmm. of it. So it completely switched around in that term. There's a bit when one of the guards, what are we calling them? Guards? Soldiers? What? Soldiers? I think guards or soldiers. Officers. Uh, there's a moment where one of them shouts to one of the elves to keep moving. And he says, uh, well, to a bunch of them, he says, move you pointies. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that, actually, no. <laughs> Calls them pointies because they're pointy ears. I thought yeah, that's I, an I, interesting I, I slur. Yeah, I understood the... The reference that's um, the reason that I repeated it is because I remembered we have a lot of American listeners, and I thought maybe they didn't because I said pointies, and I thought maybe they you think it was like what a specifically offensive term from a British view that was all very offensive. Um, and then yen is uh, yen is wanted. We find out yen is a is a wanted sorceress and is still knocking about with elven uh, sorceress, that's what they're saying, isn't it? Yeah. And he's yeah. and still in cahoots with Kahir or Kahir. Yeah, which is weird, isn't it? When you saw him be like such a baddie in the first season. Yeah, he's, I mean, I feel like he's going to be a complex character and they're going, he'll probably swing both ways in terms of good and evil. Mm-hmm. I like him though. Can I just say, I think that's, I think he's doing a good job. I think everyone is. I think everyone's acting very well. I think, I think this season might even be written better than the first. I th- I'll go back again to, to it being, consistent timeline wise yeah you've got endings that then start again linearly and then you're invested in the end and the beginning of the next episodes as Mm -hmm. next scene very exciting a man called Dijkstra yes 
He's a very good Gwent card. Wait, is he? Is he a spy? He is, yeah. Yeah, he's good. He's a, decent, he's a spy in the Gwent card. I think mm. he's worth five. And uh, so if you have a spy in Gwent, you obviously get two more cards. So he is actually quite good. Yeah. If if you're listening and you're aware of Gwent, if not, I'm very sorry. It must look so stupid for people that aren't into it. You know? Yes, it's a really good point because Gwent's not mentioned in the series yet. Not but allowed, right? No, oh, I don't know if it's not allowed. You're probably right. Well, someone said, I think it was someone tweeted us and said that um, they won't be mentioning Gwent because that's owned by CD Projekt Red who make the games. And it's got nothing to do with the books. Well, that's interesting because in the game, again, there are quite a few tournaments with the Gwent. So if that's going to crop up later on, I can see it happening, actually. I can see they'll probably invent a card game, won't they? That would be ideal. Or could they, like we said before, they could just be playing cards and we don't quite see the cards, you know? Something like that would, I mean, we would be so excited. Also, it, it would be, in fairness, like we kind of, in the game, you, you pass it off as in a normal, but they're playing cards of themselves. You know, <laughs> like Geralt might have just met Dijkstra and now he's got a card of Dijkstra and then you've got a card of Siri, And they're kind of, that's like me saying, that's like me and you making a card of ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, you being sort of, um, you know, a siege force worth eight points and me being a you know an archer worth six or something like that that's us making up our own cards that is quite weird somebody did make a playing card deck of comedians that they drew and i'm the yeah i think i'm the i'm the jack of clubs i look a little bit fat though who else is in the deck oh i don't know lots of comedians all british Um, american i think it's all british as far as i'm aware um, I'm sorry, you're not in there. Oh, I might, might be, be a joker. I'll say I might be a joker, yeah. Which, yeah. you know, it's probably the best card as a comedian. Nah, you remove it in a lot of games. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, I put, okay, so Dijkstra saves that king. Um, now, who is this king? He's, is, it, is it Emir? Is that what no, he says? No, it's not Emir. No, it's not Emir. Emir is the king of, or the emperor of Nilfgaard. Okay. So he's, we, we've not actually seen him, seen him yet. We've heard him, we've not seen him, uh, Emir, yet. Mm. This is, it's not the king of, let me just... Change. Is it a Redanian king? Well, that's what I think so, because it's Redanian intelligence. I, I think it's, yeah. it might be, uh, it might be... Radovid. I believe there is a Redanian king in the game, right? On the it's ship. Radov- Radovid in the game. Radovid. So with, we're assuming it's him, but do they say his name? They, I don't think they did. Hmm. I'm sorry, listeners, if they if they do, and you know that. Yeah. Um, no, no, wait, wait, but wait, he wait. saves him. Uh, oh. King Vizimir. It's King Vizimir. Mm, I don't know that is. Radovid comes later, I think. Oh, okay. Um, he um, he saves him from being poisoned. Yes, by two. Well. Uh, one of them's a good friend, isn't it, of the king? And then the he says one... he knew him since he was eleven, right, or something. Yeah, yeah, terrible man. And then Dijkstra is like looking at an owl, and the owl's looking back, and I'm like, is he friends with an owl? Well, yeah, I don't know. I've not seen the episode beyond this. Oh, and also we should only we can only talk about this episode, so I don't know. Okay, but in the episode, he talks to him later as well, and it's just an owl, and you're like, well. See, I Can't know just this be friends from, with an owl, mate. I know this from 
the game, I think, and from reading other things, what, what the significance of that is. But you will find out later on. That's absolutely fine. Okay, so one great. One thing to mention is Dijkstra has a pretty awesome moustache. He does. He looks great. He's in very but, good shape as well. Yes. Well, that was the other thing. Too much good shape, I think. If you remember from the... Again, going back to the game, <laughs> I was used to him being a pot-bellied, you know... Yeah. Sort of this kind of guy who had a lot of admin on and didn't really do his 5,000 yeah. steps a day sort of thing. Whereas mm. this... This Dijkstra looks like he does personal training. Oh, my God. Yeah, he looks like he is a personal trainer. Yeah. He looks like my personal trainer, to be honest. Oh, really? You, you... Yeah, kind of. He doesn't have a beard, though. He should grow a big beard. I'll, I'll text him. Would he have you in an arm wrestle? My personal trainer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what he does, isn't it? You... Arm wrestles <laughs> his clients. Um, and then and then we see that scene that I mentioned a bit before where an elf, they um, so Yen and Car here are sneaking around town. And they notice um, there's a there's an elf and some I think it's guards or it might just be some guys just like beat him up really badly. You assume to death. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. Well, this Again, is... it's like not seeing that level of cruelty in this show. And I think before. this is what they were trying to hammer home in this episode is just you know this is a proper sort of persecution that oh. you then will be able to relate to why the elves are just you know hating absolutely every human because this is what's been happening to them so yes they keep they they are weaving in and out of all those scenes and then they actually run into uh it's the sewers isn't it yeah where they here's a question though before that if an elf could cut the tip of their ears off would they just look human or is there something else well that happens doesn't it in this yeah in this episode, yeah, because uh, the elf uh, that uses sign language, he oh. uh, again asks who did who cut the. Um... Oh, I missed that. But actually, the answer is no. They still look uh, uh, like you know an elf. It's just uh, cruelty again, in order to, well, they're you know, I was going to say mutating them. That's not right. Is it? It's um, mutilating them. Sorry. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um. And then, uh, yes, and then they, um, yeah, they're in the sewers and they meet a couple of losers, like the one you mentioned who had his, his ears cut off, who does the sign language. They meet the losers. And uh, they just seem like kind of losers to me. I mean, they're just in well, the yeah, sewer. Wait, you've just gone through the elves being persecuted <laughs> and being cruel, and then you've just gone, yeah, they're losers. <laughs> I put that in my notes, though. That's the thing. I just, I put that they run into a couple of losers in the sewers. <laughs> You'd be such yeah, that's a harsh in this game. <laughs> I would. I'd be such a bully. Um, but yeah, they run, so they run into those couple of elves, and then they are going down. And actually, that one elf we talk about um, is in it for like a matter of minutes before getting swallowed up in the sewer. What is that? I don't know. Don't know what the what the beast is. Ah, uh, see, I thought you were going to tell me what that was. It looked like some sort of octopus. It did. But we got a glimpse of it before it actually attacked because at the end of one of the first scenes in the sewers, you just see it sort of flying by. So you knew something ominous was going to happen. And when that elf was just chatting away at that entrance, you just knew he was going to get to I'm not. It didn't look like anything I was familiar with. That's the thing. No, well, we didn't see a lot of it because only when you saw tentacles. No, and I thought they were going to explain what it was later, but then it doesn't come back. Well, I thought, I didn't think he'd die at that point. I thought he'd survive because obviously Kahir and... Yennefer go to help, but the 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 friend or the you know 
his partner just disappeared. Runs away. Told you he was a loser, didn't I? Yeah, now he was a loser. He was a loser. <laughs> yeah. So where are we? So we also we find out that um, we find out that Tris has been brought to um, Kay Moran to help Siri. Like in the same way that her mum was helped by that guy in the first season. Think? Yeah. Was helped. Yeah, by a guy with powers. Okay. Remember? Because she even says, like my mother. Oh, and right. He goes, yes. 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 But, yes. But Tris has been brought in to, to help Siri in a way that the witches can't help. What? In what way? In, well, because just that development because witches are just like I said guys on a stag do essentially aren't they they really are that is a good observation by the yeah. way they, it is like they're on a stag do concept that. what I mean is like you don't necessarily want to hang around with them like that's nah. the kind of thing it's they're sort of dosages of those sort of people where you're like I could probably manage a weekend but then I need to never see these people ever again it's funny I never considered witches to just be like twats yeah. <laughs> you know I just thought they were all right, but it turns out no, they're just like drunk all the time, stupid. Um, and it's quite strange because there's that bit where Siri has been given a dressing up by Triss, and mm-hmm. then Lambert and his pal come in and start saying, "Oh, what's that? You're wearing a flower." Yeah, and she's only been there a couple of weeks. I don't feel like that was a necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, Something I wanted to mention is uh, the two... Okay, so we find out that the two elves that were in the sewer um, escaped from... They were working in a bank. And they mentioned that the bank is dwarf-owned, right? Now, the reason I bring that up is because I remember in the game that you go and get your money changed by a dwarf. Now, is that a thing in the books and stuff? Yeah, it is a thing in the books. But also, it's a bit of a trope, isn't it, for these... uh for these style of programs because even to think back to like harry potter mm. like the oh no no it's, it not, do- no it's not it's not it's um isn't it like goblins or something goblins, yeah yeah that's very different that yeah. had controversy which this doesn't but um but i was just wondering that yeah i just wondered if it was dwarfs that were like yeah, yeah. just just a little detail yes um they are for, for whatever reason they've been the uh they're the money keepers yeah They're quite powerful um there is a bit where um they can hear someone singing downstairs when they're in some uh the, where are they they're like upstairs in some kind of bar pub they can hear some singing and they say it's the sandpiper and we hear the voice and of course he's back it's the Yaskia. first time in the series as well first time we've seen him isn't it the series that is interesting because um, uh, he was in it a lot in the first season. Yeah, episode four of season mm. four, halfway through, it's the first time. And when you consider that actually probably one of the biggest takeaways from the first season was toss a coin to your Witcher, you know, that mm. was one of the real takeaways. Uh, it's surprising that it le- they left it so late for him to come in. Yeah, I just thought the writers really loved him. But um, also, interestingly, his look has changed. Yes. And... I did Google a picture of Dandelion to remind me what he looked like in the games. And there's a little bit there, right? Yeah, well, they've, the jackets, this is one of the things I wanted to talk about. Was, yeah. Yeah. It's like a leather purple jacket. I mean, you've got to have some brass to pull that off. That's pretty good, that is, I think. He's like, you know, I'm not sure I could pull it off, actually. I, I he's think got he's... longer hair. 
He's got a bit of stubble. He doesn't quite have in the game. He has like a moustache and a little goatee, right? Yeah. He doesn't quite have that. Maybe they tried that out and were like, this is just too stupid. So you can't do that. It's too much, isn't it? But he looks like a rock star because he's got, well, you know, a folk star. He's got that cool jacket, which he does, you know, it, it looks really good. And then he's clearly grown in confidence in his singing abilities. And one of the questions I had was, do you reckon at some point, not necessarily this series or the next one, do you think it will get to the point where a music career might be there and that people would go to watch Yaskia from The Witcher? Oh, in real life? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Not a million miles away from the sort of Mumford and Sons style of things. He's just as good. I mean, I put the... Um when he was singing, my note was that um, it sounded like he was singing uh, like a good Eurovision song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a nice song. That's not a criticism. It's just felt like that for like Sweden or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Sam Ryder. Like what? Like Sam Ryder. Oh yeah. Well done to Sam Ryder. I think our US listeners, a lot of them probably don't know about Eurovision at all. I, I think right? a lot of us in Europe don't know much about it at all, but yes, you can explain. Go on. Oh, it's a singing competition that European countries take part in. It's, it's actually good. I do, I do watch it. I do quite like watching it. But anyway, this isn't about Eurovision. I, but it's also very political as well. So people will, different countries will vote for different countries for points-wise, depending on various situations. And normally that means that Britain doesn't get many points. Yeah, we don't but, usually do very well. But this, but this year, year we well. nearly won, but then Ukraine won. Siri has a vision of toppling a monolith. Now, I was going to ask you, what is a monolith? So, we have touched on this before, but do you remember the first episode, or the first series, sorry, and then series um, running away from car here, and then mm. she screams, and that big thing falls over between them, and there's a big earthquake, and there's a big split in the ground. Yeah, yeah, The thing yeah. that falls over is the monolith. But what is that? It's, um, I believe it's like a root or a gateway into other worlds. So by oh. opening the monoliths, monsters can come in. So it's- Oh, for God's sakes. That's the last thing we wanted. Well, that's why when they're looking at the monsters that uh, Siri fought uh, before with uh, Geralt in the last episode, and then all the a couple of episodes ago, and then the one with Aleshi, they're all made of that kind of stalactite. I think it's stalactite, isn't it, they say? And it's... Um, they're wondering if it's all come from that. Right. I mean, literally, you're trying jobs. The job of which is to get rid of the monsters, and then Siri's gone and done that. Yeah. Yeah. More work. Ridiculous. Um, Geralt, a uh, good little does a little good little thing where um, so um, Triss sends him to meet a mage. She says, "I know someone who can help." Something like that. And uh, she says, we can portal you there. And he doesn't like portals. Remember? Yeah. That's his thing. And is that consistent in the books? That he just hates portals? I think so. I'm, I'm pretty sure he does. It's... You'd think so, yeah. 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 It might be more played up in, in the games. and in It's definitely in the games he doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, so definitely in the games, possibly in the books. So I remember it's a big thing in the games, but I was, yeah. Um, imagine if someone uh, was portaled to you. That'd be annoying, wouldn't it? Not if it was a Deliveroo I was expecting. I think that'd be pretty good. No, but if you're not expecting it, because the mage isn't expecting it. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that would be annoying because you could be in any sort of personal situation at that point. Mm. I don't want a delivery driver to portal into my bedroom. It might happen at some point. You know, I mean, the next thing's going to be drones delivering it. That will be there. Yeah. But then there'll be there's going to be some element of a portal. Not what can be worse than that is before that happens, it'll be your family that will have access to that. So they'll be able to like portal into your room and say, "Is that really?" Yeah, that's going to. Oh. Be- um, he hates that portals. Will, that will what, at least right? increased um, problems with health because people won't be doing as much exercise because instead of going upstairs or anything, they'll just portal. So people will like just portal to, you know, um, the Inca Trail and stuff. They won't actually climb it. But, Ed is a doctor, everyone. That's why he's yeah. brought it back to health. What I'm saying is that magic could be bad for our health in the future. Mm. Health in the future. Yeah, so be careful of that. Um, the mage, of course, is the one that we called in the first season. We called him the communist wizard. Did we call he him had that? All of these, yeah, he had all these ideas of equality, and I didn't like it. And he had a little um, thing with Yen as well. He did, yeah, yeah. So it's him. He's back again. Um, so it's it's been it's kind of nice having uh, familiar faces popping up, as well as like Dijkstra characters we've heard about, uh, Tris Yaskia, of course. Um, now this is a, this is a great bit. I want to see, I want to hear your thoughts on this. When Yaskia is trying to get onto that boat. Yeah. A guy stops him and starts critiquing his work. Right. Now, did you pick up on what he was saying here? Yeah. And I wondered, was this an Easter egg to, um, the first season? Yes, basically saying, criticizing it, saying like, "I've got what he, I've got what he said." I'm really glad you did this because I was exactly this. This isn't everything he said, but this is the main sort of bits that I I wrote down. He said, so he starts critiquing Yaskia's music. He's like, "Oh, but I didn't like this one song." He said it. He said it was a bit too complicated. Yeah. He said it took till the fourth verse uh, to realize there were different timelines. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> right? Um, and he spotted the dragon reveal a mile away. I mean, that's that's actually... That, that is actually a really good thing they've done there, is it? I, I like it. Mm. So, it's like acknowledging it, isn't it, from the first season? They are literally criticisms of the first season. They are... Yeah, they're acknowledging that. But then Yaskia gets angry yeah, gets and starts really saying... <laughs> and he's like, why don't you write your own song? But now that's not the creators of the show saying make your own show. Well, it, is it feels like it is because that's what they said. And it's like, oh, let, let's let the audience <laughs> a little bit. They can be the guard and then we will absolutely slam them down when we come back. <laughs> like, come on. Come on, creators of the show. Like it, it was a, it was a really nice acknowledgement. Yeah. Of- I, I enjoyed it. I thought, yeah, thought it was really good. Um, but then Yaskia gets too angry, as you said. He couldn't just leave it and get on the boat. He has to clap back, as they say. But then, so that elf we talked about who was a loser before for running away and leaving his friend to die, he comes out and he says, F the North. So this is the strange thing, right? Okay, so he obviously feels guilty. And in the space Mm. of like a couple of minutes, we are expected as an audience to see this elf who's clearly, like you said, a loser, who like... Coward. Himself, selfish. Um to go from feeling that to five minutes later 
you know, him exonerating himself and us feeling like sorry for him, which is difficult to do. I didn't particularly, mm. and part of the reason was it was such an odd thing to do because just to stand there and shout F the North at the guard, what you could, you could at least bait them away and run away or something, you know. I didn't get the whole point of just standing there, punching the guard and then letting him. I think he didn't plan it through. I mean, when you think about what he did, he says F the North to provoke him. And then he punches the guard, but it's just that he's very pathetic and his punk punches the weakest. But why not ever. run? Why not let the guard chase and then let all the other guards yeah. chase? Because mm. the guard says, go on, Len, lads, have a, have a good kicking or whatever. Get stuck. And then they do. Yeah. And we assume they beat him to death? Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. That's, that's it's pretty brutal, isn't it, this episode? Yeah. I mean, Second but- elf just beaten to death. Yeah, it's so funny, isn't it? We've met quite quite a few times. We've met characters in this series um, where we've only known them for literally a couple of minutes, and then they've gone. And obviously, I'm thinking of Eskel as well. Just that whole thing where they kind of come and go. It's difficult to find that connection to these characters when it, they come and go so quickly. You almost need like a couple of episodes to build up. Yeah, it was a bit. Yeah, to be honest, this particular elf, it did just feel like a device. Like let's just, yeah, yeah. Have him to do that. Having said that, let's let's switch this around. If it was the elf that was in the sewers that got killed by monsters, that actually would have felt more poignant because that was already a good elf. You know, that was already a good person. And him submitting himself, you felt, oh my goodness. Whereas this was an elf he didn't like anyway. I know I I don't look back on the episode and think, oh, what a great guy. Did you celebrate? Did you applaud when he was beaten to death? No, because there was Did no... Did you go, yes! This is what I mean. There wasn't enough input from him. It, the only time he saw him was when he was in the sewers and then when he was confronted by Yen and then there was no other, no other sign of uh, him at all. No, no other interactions, no other conversations. There was not enough for me, for that character, to mm. have any of my viewer feelings associated with, with that downfall. You were like, yes, kill him! Yeah, I mean, like, it was device. It was it was an easy it was an easy yeah. target to go, and if it did anything, it was to again show the persecution of the elves and how mm. badly they, they are treated. That that's the only thing that device did. But essentially, but also um, something I've realised after that had all happened. Um, yes, it's all happened, and he's dead now, and all of that, and he managed to save all the other elves, so he sacrificed himself. But that's that's completely Yaskia's fault. That's completely his fault because it was so unnecessary what he did. It wasn't like an accident. It wasn't like the guard was like, oh, wait, hold on a minute. There's something a bit off about you. He literally brought that on himself. That's and true. then that elf yeah. sacrificed himself. But Yaskia- He's got blood on his hands. Well, we don't know what the urgency was with the time of it because it was only Kahir which was saying, we haven't got time for this, basically. And... Mm. You know, if we're looking at the greater good that Yaski is doing here, he is the sandpiper. He is the person taking people onto the boats. So actually, you know, he's responsible for saving all these people. And yeah, he basically lost it a bit. But yeah. yeah but then and then everyone was like, oh, well done. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Well done. But it's like you did get one of you killed, though. Maybe it was all planned. Un- unnecessarily. Maybe, maybe there's a cut scene we haven't seen where Yen goes to Yaskia. Cut, it's not a cut scene. These aren't cut scenes. <laughs> Yen goes to the Yaskia, look, listen, this guy was a dick in the sewers. Get him nobbled off. Nobbled off. Right. Nobbled off. 
know what it was? I don't know what it was. I just thought it was a cobbled street and I thought nobbled. Oh, yeah. that's really funny. Nobbled off. <laughs> Get him nobbled off. He's done a good job. Um, the final thing that happens in the episode, so all these elves are leaving now. So where are they going? They're going to is it Sintra? Sintra. Sintra. And Sintra is in the first season where there's a hedgehog man. Well, Sintra is where... Yes, it is. Yeah, we've got some stuff to talk about in future episodes, and listeners, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But I don't. Yes, you don't. <laughs> I've enjoyed. Okay, so the first the first series we did of this, I I watched the whole thing through, and then I watched them again to do the episodes. But I really love this now, getting to talk about it, where I don't know what's going to happen next. Like for example, the episode ends with Yaskia leaves the boat, and then something happens. It sounds like he gets attacked or something. I've said this in future episodes, though. There is something that we do know that we haven't clocked onto, that you haven't clocked onto, that is okay. going to reveal itself later on. And okay, great. That, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah, we'll, we'll time stamp this, the fact that you're talking about uh, Hedgehog Man now. Okay, Hedgehog Man. Sintra is where, obviously, Siri was living and then yeah. got attacked essentially so yeah they're going back to Sintra mm-hmm. I'm so excited um, for the future of talking about this I, I think it's great we're going to talk about this so uh, yeah I, I'm, I'm very excited uh, yeah I think it's just a fun way to watch it I literally watched it today as well this episode and I think that's that's been a really nice way for me to do it I also like with a lot of shows you you can end up binging them and it's quite nice that I'm not binging this and I get to kind of appreciate each episode and the thing about this episode as well is that I said it's actually one not a lot happened in it. Yes, we got some we saw some of the cruelty towards the elves and things, but because of the I think sometimes when you're watching a show, you can have an episode that less happens, but you're invested in the story and the continuation of it. Whereas I think in the mm-hmm. previous season when it was all or nothing on each episode, do you know what I mean? Like it all had yeah. to be wrapped up in that and you had to be invested in all mm-hmm. those bits. But actually, you have a little bit of leeway, don't you? To this is great. This is so much better. And also just the whole, the relationships developing, the whole thing with Siri getting stronger, I guess. You're just, yeah, like you're much more invested in it. Yeah. Just needs to be a bit more dirty, a bit more, a bit more hay, a bit yeah. more mud, a bit more manure in the streets. Yeah. The Can I say also that Yaskia, okay, I'll be honest, in the first season of The Witcher Netflix series, I didn't like him that much. I thought it was all right thought i did think maybe he was in it a bit much and he was kind of quite an obvious comic relief um i think he's a lot better in this episode and i think he's he's got a little couple of comedy bits that i think are pretty good yeah he's a little bit more catty isn't he he's because he's things to jennifer like you know i wouldn't wish that upon my worst enemy and you do fall into that category Mm. And that's kind of stuff he didn't say before. He was a bit more of a dumb-witted in the last season, whereas this one he's got a little bit more something about. But he's still a bit of a bit of an idiot too. That's oh it. yeah, but I think I think he's all right. I don't, I, you know, yeah. at first when when I heard his voice, I was like, oh, he's back. But then when he was in it, I thought, oh yeah, he's all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, the episode ends where he has been. I don't nobbled. know. You hear him get attacked. Getting nobbled. No. <laughs> yeah maybe we don't know um and you just see his little um what does he play his loot a loot thank you you see oh, that it was the loot i was trying to, i was squinting at the screen like what is that it's focusing on it was his loot you didn't know that no i didn't see that i was because i just heard the yelp and i tried to see yeah. what John was looking at I even... and you heard the instrument as well you heard like some strings 
Um, and then, yeah, and then Yen was looking at that. And Cahill was like, we got to go. But Yen wants to help the singer. And, then that's, and that's the end of the episode. And that's it. Good it's, ending. It's not the, yeah, it's not the biggest cliffhanger, but actually it just helps, doesn't it? it does. then you, you know, you do wonder what's going to happen next after that. So, yes, it's enough. It's enough of a cliffhanger. We also I think there is one more thing we need to address, actually, before we finish, which we haven't spoken about, is something that Vesemir finds. So if you remember, he uh, goes out and he spots that some of the flowers, I think, used to be white at the start, because if uh, I remember correctly, I should have done this as a quiz, but I didn't. But I think Triss gives uh, Siri a white flower on the trail, but Vesemir goes out and finds flowers that are bluey-purple. Right. And he says to Triss, why is this? Mm. And it's because of elder blood that's fallen there. Ah. And so basically that's that's changed things and then they he realizes that that is one of the components that could be used to create the things needed to make witches again and he says to tris this could be a moment we could create witches again and you can see in tris's face that she's like this probably isn't a good idea considering the fact that witches are orphans who are put through this awful trial of grasses and most of them die sort of thing. You get that feeling. So that's yeah. something that's going to play out. So Vesemir's got his... Because he's obviously thinking, well, you know, there's only a few of us left. We need Let's to start- get some more. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that. You don't have a quiz this episode, do you? I don't have a quiz, unfortunately. I've just... All right. I have trivia, which I've just delivered. Oh, that episode. was the trivia. Yeah, that was that. Ah. So it's a trickology, which is what we've... Um, trickology. Listeners, uh, twitch.tv slash Zafarcakes, Z-A-F-A-R cakes. Come and say hello and that you listen to the podcast. That'd be very nice. I don't think I've had any podcast listeners come in. I do sometimes play The Witcher 3. Yes, do go and watch uh, Bilal on Twitch and also follow us Thanks. on Twitter as well. Uh, I'm at Palmer Patrick. You can find me there. I'm at Zafarcakes. Same yeah. as the, um, but I need to get the Witcher account up and running again. Yes, I'll do that. That is that is up there. You can follow that too, and also yeah. I give a sneaky little shout out to my book as well. So, oh yeah, please. Book, it's just come out in paperback, which is quite exciting. So it's mm-hmm. called Catch Your Breath: The Secret Life of a Sleepless Anaesthetist, which has got lots of magical drugs in. So it's a little bit like The Witcher. So it, you know, we we use similar things, potions. It is like The Witcher. Yeah. Because yeah, we use stuff like we use things that can paralyze people, which is quite a witchery because they do that kind of stuff, don't they? They use medicine mm. and powers to paralyze people or hypnotize people and give them anesthetics. So, yeah, it's pretty similar, actually. Well, that's that. That's the episode. Maybe I'm a mage. Maybe that's what it is. You're not a mage. Okay. You're not a mage. You're an elf. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Even me saying that is like, uh, that's offensive. <laughs> me calling you an elf as an insult, isn't it? Yeah. Um, especially after this episode yeah, yeah. we're gonna have we're gonna have some elves writing in and gonna be very upset with you um yeah so that i i enjoyed that episode overall a little bit uh slightly a little bit boring bits but fair enough i guess you need that as well yeah need, need a bit of that but um i look forward to the next one and thank you for yeah. listening yeah episode five we'll be back for that thanks for listening and yeah. we'll see you soon bye bye